0: I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice good morning and welcome to not gambling advice sponsored by prize picks use code just baseball or code just gridiron when you download for a full deposit match in this episode i got you for one mlb best bet as well as my three favorite prize Picks selections on the player prop side let's do a quick recap of yesterday because we're coming off another great day but unfortunately we lost on our first five over by one stinking run and if you told me I would get a runner on second base with Jordan Alvarez, Alex Bregman, and Kyle Tucker coming up with no outs, I would take it again. But that's baseball for you. Not making excuses. The ball just didn't bounce our way. But we want everything else that was said on this podcast, the Commander's money line barely. I mean, that game sucked. But... We came out winners from it. We had Khalil Herbert over 26.5 rushing yards. He got it on one play, ended with 75. We had Jordan Alvarez over 6.5 fantasy score. He had 18. And we had Carson Wentz under an interception, and he did not throw one. We have been very hot on the prop side. We've hit six of our last six props, but on the sides and total side, we've been a bit up and down. I think we're four and four on the postseason so far. Maybe five and four. I'm not sure, but it's definitely not something to brag about. So really, I'm going to be limiting that and really attacking the props. So if you haven't yet, now is a good time to go get that free money by using Code Just Baseball or Code Just Gridiron because I like playing these matchups a little bit better. It's been more profitable for me than playing sides and totals. And remember, we are here to make money. It is not gambling advice, but that's my goal for us. So I'm going to go with what I'm most confident in and that is props. But again, I do have this pick for you. But you'll hear kind of where my confidence is on this pick. Our regular season record is 224 and 183. We are plus 42.09 units. That game is the Los Angeles Dodgers versus San Diego Padres. First, I want to make it clear I am a Yankee fan. I will be in Yankee Stadium for the game. I lean the Yankees. I will probably be betting the Yankees, but it's too biased. I'm a Yankee fan. I'm not going to give you that pick. I'm not going to count it as official. But if you like the Yankees, just know that's probably the side I'm on. And then for the Phillies versus Braves game, Spencer Strider was just announced. There are so many variables in that game. I have no idea what's going to happen. You're going to see my model, which comes out on Twitter, which comes out on uh, the Just Baseball show, Instagram, I have the game ending in a tie. I have no idea what's going to happen. It's going to be an awesome game, but I don't want to bet on it because I don't know what's going to happen, but I do have a problem in that game. We head to San Diego for the Game 3 of the NLDS. It's Tony Gonsolin, a righty for the Dodgers, who's 16-1 with a 2-1-4 ERA, taking on Blake Snell, who's 8-10 with a 3-3-8 ERA and a 1-2-0 whip. Tony Gonsolin's got a 0-8-7 whip. This series is currently tied 1-1, and nobody in their right mind thinks the Padres can win this series or this game. I might be out of my mind. Before we even begin the baseball analysis, let's talk about this crazy line movement. Every fiber of me thinks the Dodgers will end up winning this game. So does the public, though, as most publications have close to 70% of the money on the Dodgers. The line opened at around minus 125 and has moved down to minus 115, minus 120. Are they giving us a cheap line on the 110-win Dodgers in a decisive game three? Are we getting trapped? I'm here to find out. Blake Snell will get the ball for the Padres, who consistently performs well against the Dodgers. History beyond this year by the numbers is unimportant because the lineups are constantly changing, but what that history does for Snell is instill confidence in a start like this a pitcher must feel he can trust his pitches and win with how loaded the Dodgers are and Snell has that in droves in 2021 Blake Snell threw five times against the Dodgers he pitched 23 and a third's innings and only allowed five earned runs to give him 1.90 ERA this season he's faced the Dodgers on three separate occasions telling a 3.86 ERA over 14 innings most of those came in one bad start where he allowed five earned runs in four innings he threw 10 innings in two of those starts and allowed just one earned run the Dodgers have one of the best off Offenses in baseball, maybe the best when it's all said and done. But they do have one weakness, and that weakness is left handed pitching. They ranked ninth in baseball in OPS this year against South and now they get the best version of Blake Snell. Snell has always been better pitching in San Diego, and he's much better pitching at night. This season, weirdly. He's strange. He's got a two eight three ERA during night games and a four seven nine ERA during the day. I can't play the Padres through the entire game because of how incredible the Dodgers bullpen is and how much faith I have in the Dodgers team that they can come back and win at any moment. But what I can do is fade Tony Gonslin in this spot. Gonslin has been fantastic this season and was in the running for the Cy Young before he went down with an injury. We talked about the rust factor with these number one seeds in this in this podcast on this column, with being nervous about how they will respond after the long break, and while the Dodgers Daughter's bats aren't rusty. Obviously, Gonsolin might be. Gonsolin's props are also very low, which makes me think the leash on him will be short. First, he's been worse on the road this year, rocking a 2.66 ERA in road starts compared to a 1.64 ERA in home starts. His last outing was against the Rockies on October 3rd, throwing two innings and allowing one run. That was his last time on a mound, so it's been 11 days since he's thrown a competitive pitch. His last start before that was on August 23rd. So in the past few months, he's only thrown a handful of innings. Could he shock us all and dominate? Of course he can it's playoff baseball more often than not the unthinkable happens but in this case I think most people think he will dominate as he has against the Padres this season throwing 12 innings and only allowing one earned run you might be thinking the under is the right play here and it might be I don't want to make a play on the total considering how risky these two starters are if Blake Snell has it he'll dominate if Tony if Tony Snell if Tony Gonsolin can immediately shake off the rust and look like his former self the game will go way under but with that said, Blake Snell could lose control and get killed. Tony Gonsolin could struggle with location and lose the sharpness on his breaking balls, forcing him to focus on the middle of the plate. If that happens, this will go way over the total. Another factor here is home-field advantage. Petco Park is about to be rocking. It's not often they have a playoff game, and it's been reported that this game is completely sold out. San Diego fans are about to have their first playoff home game since 2006. They played at home during the 2020 playoffs, but fans weren't allowed in due to COVID protocols. We are dealing with fire here. I'll be on the best value because I believe uh, because of the uncertainty surrounding this game, the value is taking the Padres through the first five innings. as that's the only true edge I can find? The pick: San Diego Padres first five innings money line plus 100 that is one unit to win one unit let's get into my favorite prize picks player props again we have hit six straight and I'm ready to hit three more for you let's go to the first one and that is Juan Soto over one and a half hits runs and RBIs which you can find on prize picks what do we know about Juan Soto well First, he's one of the better playoff performers that we have in our game. That's one. Two, his at-bats have been looking better and better as he is adjusting. Three, he is a... Well, he crushes fastballs, and that's what Tony Gonsolin is going to throw you, but Tony Gonsolin also has a nasty splitter. But what if I told you that Juan Soto against splitters, that's one of his favorite pitches to hit. Remember, he is a low-ball hitter, and, well, he's a high-ball He's everything. He's just amazing. But fastballs and splitters, like, he really crushes, and that's th- That those are two of the pitches that Tony Gonsolin is going to throw most of the time. The way Tony Gonsolin sets up his pitch mix, he throws that splitter, 362 times to lefties, 193 times to righties. He throws the slider much more to right-handers. What Juan Soto is going to see is mostly fastballs and splitters. He crushes those two pitches. I think he has a great day today. And if you consider what he's going to do against the bullpen, it's Juan Soto. He can do anything against anyone. So I'm taking his over 1.5 hits, runs, and RBIs. Ahmed Rosario, over 1.5 hits, runs, and RBIs. While I do think the Yankees are going to win, I think... If they are going to score, it's going to be on the back of Ahmed Rosario. He is the best in the lineup against lefties. He hits cutters. He hits four-seamers. He matches up very well against Nestor Cortez Jr. So if the Guardians are going to score at all, Guardians... Fans, that's a pick for you. I really like Ahmed Rosario today more than one and a half hits, runs, and RBIs. The third one is Aaron Nola over four and a half hits. On books, you're going to find it at around minus 130. On prize picks, it is obviously even. That's why I'm getting the best value on prize picks. Aaron Nola is most likely going to go long in this game. Aaron Nola has been worse at home this season, and Aaron Nola has now faced the Braves, it seems like, 70 times. He's thrown over 30 innings against them this season. I think the Braves' bats will be there, but also so I'm a little bit worried about how Strider is going to respond from the oblique injury. That's why I'm not touching the game. But I do think that the hits will be there for this Braves offense. And Aaron Nola will go over four and a half hits. I felt like this line was pretty high for considering how good Nola has been. and But I do kind of know why. And I see why it is heavily juiced on books. So those are the three props. Juan Soto, over one and a half hits, runs in RBIs. Ahmed Rosario, over one and a half hits, runs in RBIs. And Aaron Nola, over four and a half hits. And I will also be taking the Padres through the first five innings on the money line because it can push if it is tied after five innings. Use code October15 in order to get 15% off just baseball merch. And... Remember, again, to use that code on PrizePix in order to get the best value. We've hit six props in a row. I'm ready to hit three more. But we have to remember that none of this was gambling advice.